0: This episode is brought to you by GeekAid.com, where we create an array of podcasts, articles, and more for everyone, no matter what your geek is. And if you want to help us make even more content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's Patreon.com slash GeekAid. Now on with the show. Warning.
1: The following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised.
2: Turn up the beat
3: to the injector, heroes in a half shell. Turtle up. Here we go lane, with the green, bring
1: it the team. On the scene cool teams doing what things. So when scream up a sweet like recipe. Get right with the shell shack be king. Can't stop these radical dudes. The
3: secret of the open chosen few. A verse on the shell
1: Good evening, and welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I'm your host, Evan Goldstein. With me, as always, is the wonderful Karen Randazzo.
2: Great. Now we have to deal with an even bigger idiot.
1: And the amazing Chris Randazzo. I sound funny. We here on this week's episode talk television. This week's was Chris's pick... Uh, he chose the 2012 version of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon, Season 4, Episode 10, Transdimensional Turtles. But before we get into that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at com. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Suggest a show. We'll watch it. We'll let you know what we think about it, too. Ha ha! All right, Chris. So I want you to know that... Watching this episode led me down the path of getting all of the 87 version of the Turtles in better quality and... and yeah, make... but like, they, I don't know about you, but they just don't work. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying. They just straight up don't work. I'm <laughs> trying my best. And names and types. But anywho. So, this episode in particular.
0: This episode in particular.
1: Why? So... <laughs> I remember we talked about it in passing for something unTurtles turtles related It was just the the melding of two art styles, and then you dropped an image of this show.
0: yeah, I don't even remember what what it came up with in the first place but um, so my kids have been super into the uh they've I've introduced them to the ninja Turtles and I decided to do so via the two thousand twelve series, which I think is the best um the best uh animated iteration of the ninja turtles including um, the 87 version oh god that shows terrible i know but it's the 87 version <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's the 87 version but it's not good huh, i've right. gone back to it as a handful of times i have a huge nostalgia for it but doesn't it's work it's not good <laughs> doesn't <laughs> <It's>, work <laughs> yeah no matter how you slice it still not good i will always love the original voltron but that does not make it good gotcha um no, I was obsessed with the turtles as a kid, and that cartoon in particular. I loved that cartoon. I loved all the mythology around it. Mm-hmm. It's, but it, it it just hasn't aged very well. It's it's got its moments. It's not a terrible show, but it's <laughs> it's just not very good. And storytelling in children's uh, cartoons has gotten so much better since then. The, um, mm, uh, the other animated one that was a hand drawn animated uh, was was pretty good. I didn't watch all of that show but it was pretty solid um, but the 2012 one just knocked it out of the park. This show is really freaking good. It's got a crazy crazy voice cast. Uh, really yeah, it it's really well acted. Yeah, it's it's really 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 good. And um so uh this uh this came up because uh oh god we had been we were talking about The turtles. I don't know. We were talking about that weird crossover thing of the meeting of the different art styles, and that was. You know what? I've never watched this episode, and I know it exists, so I'd like to check it out. So uh, the whole premise of this episode is that some weird transdimensional stuff is going on, and the turtles wind up meeting the '80s turtles. And, and the, you know, it just kind of goes from there. So the the reason that this was particularly interesting was because back in the previous turtle series, which I don't, I don't remember what year that one started out, the previous Ninja Turtles series did this as well. Um, they had a whole, uh, that was basically the conclusion to that series was a special called Turtles Forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, they essentially introduced the Turtles multiverse and did what this this episode did go back to turtles prime did they uh, go
1: to, to in uh, are you saying in the 87 version they went to turtles prime which was delightful n- for me
0: uh no not in the 87 version of okay. the previous there, so there was the eighty eighty seven 87 cartoon and then there was another one in like
1: oh okay like that one late right, 90s got it, got it, 2000s got it,
0: got it. something like that it was it was in the 2000s and then there was the the 2012 series and then there was the flaming pile of garbage that dumpster fires gotcha. all over TVs now. Um but yeah the previous one they concluded it with Turtles Forever where those turtles met the 87 Turtles then they went on other adventures and they wound up back in Turtles Prime. Um, but it was a whole thing with like because apparently in that universe Shredder was an Utram which is what the Krang are in oh. this iteration. Uh, and it was just this super weird thing and they wound up going after different Shredders in all the different universes and what they did for Turtles Prime in that one they, they actually animated them instead of what they did with this I like what they did with this yeah. one where it was more like comic panels kind of thing. yeah they did
1: like that, a, a, a motion comic which I thought was
0: it, exactly yeah. genius in the other one, Turtles Forever they actually animated those and it was hysterical because it played out just like the first issue of the comic where like Shredders on the Roof and then just like the, the original turtles just jump them and that's it. <laughs> and like, that's it. It's over. And like and everyone's just looking around like, huh. But they had this really great gag where they when those turtles first show up in the, the 87 turtles, uh, April gets like, it's like in trouble. And like, I don't know. They, they go and they, they show up and they look at their watch and like, oh, it's three o'clock. We got to go save April. And like, what? She's in trouble? Like, oh, she's always in trouble at this time. It's just. <laughs> So that, that was that sense. was really fun. But the cute. big the big problem was is that they didn't get the original voice actors back for that one. Um whereas this one they did. And there was I think some some pretty good comedy about that especially when Raff and Donatello were speaking because they're both voiced by Rob Paulson. Uh, which was uh, I did super not fun. pick up on that. That's why you know, and that's why raf you know, '80s Raff said to modern Donatello, like, and this guy's voice sounds so funny, and he's like, "My voice sounds funny." <laughs> I did not get that joke
1: at all. <laughs> uh, now that I'm looking at the cast list, I see what you mean, and that makes a lot more sense. I was pleased to hear uh Gilbert Gottfried make a return to voice acting because, you know, <laughs> he, it's the dulcet tones of Gilbert Gottfried
0: yeah oh. that was that was pretty funny that was krang subprime <laughs> krang prime uh who was not in this episode i'll give you i'll I'll give you three guesses who do you think voiced krang prime
1: i want to say the guy of police academy
0: bobcat gulfweed that's a good guess right? Karen, do you have a guess
2: <laughs> um john dimaggio
0: Roseanne.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, I never would have guessed Roseanne.
0: Never, ever, ever. <laughs> but when you think of someone yelling with an obnoxious voice, yeah, ding, that's It's pretty good. Cra- pretty good casting. <laughs> yeah, casting. Ah. Uh, so-, <sighs> so yeah. I I I don't know. I I thought this was a hoot. It, it went by. You know, it blew by a little quick. There was a lot stuffed into the episode, but uh, you know, it was it was fun. It was also weird seeing. Because we're watching season one with the kids, and I forgot how much happens, including that they killed off Splinter at some point. And, when it's into uh, space
1: with yeah, David Tennant, apparently.
0: With David Tennant. Yeah, David talk Tenet about voice actors showing yeah. up and
2: blowing your mind. Yeah, he
0: was a regular throughout that whole, whole season as Fugitoid, and uh, I only caught, like, one or two episodes in that season. But, yeah, that's... Uh, Went pretty wild, and then the last season of this show in particular, the 2012 series, was all like you know stories of the turtles. There's the Usagi Ojimbo episode. And oh, like, really? That's it's pretty wild.
1: It's neat how this is paying homage to the original storytelling of the the turtles, like it going back to prime, keeping the stop motion, um, doing like getting the original voice cast back. Like it's paying proper tribute to what came before it Mm -hmm. as opposed to just a filler episode with a bunch of different similar turtles in it like they all right the jokes were there of course like when they went to the 2d he couldn't see his ass like he made comment (laughs) about that like i found that funny um then when they went to 3d they were wowed by the science of it all like (laughs) it's it's still a kid show, but there were some pretty heavy plot points, like the death of Splinter. I did, I just assumed that at some point in time Splinter dies because they showed me the flashback. Um but the dark and grittiness of the prime versions which <laughs> yeah. like it's not it's not glossed over. It's that's what they were. That's what that's where this came from. And to see how far they have come from, I'm not even going to go prime, I'm going to go from 87 to 2012, like, that's leaps and bounds. Like, at one point in time, one of them turns to the other one and goes, where did you get pizza from? And he's like, yeah. give me a
0: break. Like, that's true. They always had pizza, no matter what. But that was... That was- Directly from the opening credits, when he had the pizza, mm-hmm. when he threw it at the camera, like he was doing—that was that exact pose. And then he said, "Give me a break," just like in the uh, opening credits of the original series, yeah. which was wonderful. So many little nods to stuff like that. It's, um, it, go ahead. it is. It was a lot of fun to watch. It, I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was it was kind of a bummer. So now, in the Turtles Forever, the previous time they did this, the um they did get I think uh, they, they got the original Shredder and Krang back to do those voices uh, and it was kind of a bummer when they did this because the guy who voiced uh, Shredder is, is you know he, he passed away so right. obviously I'm I'm glad they didn't try to like recast him or something but it was kind of fun seeing like super serious evil Shredder uh, interacting with the completely bungling idiot Shredder in the old <laughs> series um <laughs> fun stuff man this this show takes so many crazy ter- this show takes a lot of crazy turns and also takes a lot of liberties with turtles lore uh,
3: okay.
0: which i thought was really cool um <laughs> i'm I, sorry
1: the comment about the letters on their belt that made me
0: laugh too <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um that that's a i feel like it's, it's something that people complain a- anytime somebody complains about something that they don't like they're like oh you just don't like change like when the new m- hideous Michael Bay movie turtles came out. I I got flack from people saying from not giving it a try because like oh I just don't like change. And well that's not true. I think change is great as long as it's done with some sort of respect to its source material and not change for change's sake. One of the reasons I greatly dislike the new turtles cartoon is because it's just like ah screw it, let's make Raphael the 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 leader. Let's just change what they are entirely. Let's just mess with the dynamics for the sake of doing it. And the same thing with the Michael Bay turtles. Like, let's make them monsters. Why not? You know, just giant, hideous, freak freak monsters. Like, Mm. forget it. Let's make... What would real Ninja Turtles look like? Well, if you're asking that question, then you've already missed the boat.
2: (laughs) If you're asking that question, you've done way too many drugs. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) You're not in the right business. Um, But, like, this one, April's... uh, April's way younger than she's ever been portrayed. Uh, she's more into science, uh, which was what she was originally portrayed as. You know, she wasn't a TV news reporter until the the eighty seven cartoon. Um, but uh, you know, Baxter Stockman is a black guy again. He wasn't the original comic. He was a white guy and then a fly in the uh, cartoon. Yeah. Now he's back to being a black guy. Um, the, but the the I guess the the turtles' dynamic, the way things work with with Splinter. The relationship between Splinter and the Turtles and uh, Karai in particular is is a big change and a really cool and interesting one. Um, so they, they do a lot of really really smart stuff with this with this series and it's just a, it's a really good show. It's a uh, you know it's it's from 2012. Mm-hmm. There's some you know slight aging happening already, but uh, outside of that, it's 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 really cool and I was uh, just ha- glad to sit down and watch this with the kids who also were pretty entertained by the episode uh i don't uh, think they cared too much about the other turtles right um that's not their turtle yeah it's not their turtles and i'm okay with that because the the this current one is is really really good so karen you've been yeah. you've been quiet how did you What what was your take
2: um I really liked it. I have a fairly strong nostalgic attachment to the 87 cartoon without having any real like familiarity with the, car- the with any other really iterations mm-hmm. or the comic book or anything. But I really loved the the 87 cartoon like any kids our age. Right. Um I was really impressed with the mixing of the art styles. I figured when like I knew the premise going in and i was like okay so there's going to be two purple turtles and two red turtles and blah 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 blah. but they really like did a great job of not only like distinguishing but like what would the 2d version of these 3d turtles look like and they were different from mm. what the original you know right, 87 yeah. turtles look like and i thought that was pretty cool i didn't think i was going to be able to tell the difference really um <laughs>
1: i but, noted their footwear was very different
2: <laughs> oh i didn't I didn't pick up on the on that
1: outside of that I mean what I did like about the art styles themselves is when they took the two d version and went to to three d they kept it that cartoony style mm-hmm. even though it was updated animation and that i I appreciated like they could have yeah, gone. They- way overboard and polished the hell out of it, but they didn't. They just, you know, sort of like blew them up like a balloon almost.
2: Yeah. They retained the essence of whatever the original art style was, but while doing it in the new art style and even an art idiot like me can appreciate that. (laughs) So Um, the other, the question I had for you, Evan, mm -hmm. I know what, I know what Chris thinks is um, how do you feel about this theme song?
0: (laughs) Uh, oh, he didn't get a really good taste for it in this one. Oh, Remember, it was all they interrupted. Oh, okay. See, but that, That's right.
1: Okay, so that wasn't... I, I, okay, so the original... The new theme song does not get interrupted with that story, I'm assuming. But Correct, what yeah. happens is every time I go to start it on my player, it plays oh, the new yeah, theme Oh, yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. And... All right, so... I Okay. I felt the same way about this new theme song as I did about the new theme song for Veronica Mars. Okay? It makes me realize how limited the original is because I'm hearing it all. Does that make sense?
2: Um, no. Okay, no, so yeah, yeah, you, you lost me. <laughs> okay, so
1: so now when the, like the new Veronica Mars sound or theme song is there's very little tonal change throughout the whole thing. You just hear all of the words and it's like the same seven words repeated over and over and over again. I didn't notice that in the original because the tempo changed and extra music kicked in and so on and so forth. When this version played, I went, they just jazzed this up, but my brain keeps playing the original version. So it it fights it because I have that 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 want for the original, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm kind of glad that it got cut half, or not even halfway through, at the very beginning to give me the backstory, like why the hell the turtles are in space. Didn't know that. I didn't realize this was going to be a space mission. I didn't realize there were new bad guys because I have not seen a single episode of this outside of this this particular episode and then it I, I watched all of the 87s i've heard that i that it's like the 90s x-men theme song
2: yeah it's it is really, one of the classic it's themes, super yeah. iconic uh i really 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 like i could still recite for word for word the uh the 87 theme song and it just sticks in my brain as one of those things i really really loved as a kid and by comparison, at first, I found the the theme song of the 2012 cartoon to be just a fucking travesty. I was like, what is this shit? Why are they rapping? <laughs> what the first. hell is going on?
1: <laughs> but then you grew to love it? Is that, is that how this it's is? It's okay. grown
2: on me. <laughs> okay. it's It is very catchy, and I get that kids today would not stand for the 87 theme song.
1: I want to put in the '87 theme song when I do. You know how I cut in the theme song, but I'm I don't yes. know. I'll figure something out.
0: Well, yeah, I, it's funny that you that you mentioned that because that's pretty much how I felt about it when I first watched this cartoon. I was just like, oh, like it started off, and I was like, oh, they're doing they're doing the theme song. They're doing a modern version of the theme song, and then they like were like seriously rapping, and I was like, I don't know about this, but. As I watched more episodes of it, I was like, "All right, this is not my style, but it's it it's fits well the done. show it fits the show, and it is it is it is well done i I can't argue with that it's it is it is a well put together reimagining of that classic tune and you know here isn't a half shell turtle power you know they they they're hitting <laughs> they're hitting the right notes they're, they're
1: all right enough with the turtle power, okay <laughs> <laughs> that was funny." <laughs> I'm the plan guy. I really guy. enjoyed that. I wanted to make comment about the voice casting for the new series. Now, I didn't look to see who was cast casted before watching it. And, of course, as soon as, what was it, Fugitoid? As soon as mm-hmm. that character spoke, I was like, wow, they got Tennant. Impressive.
0: And <laughs> So funny. When he spoke, Karen just looked up at me like, huh? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I sit down. Leo. I
2: mean, the four of us sat down to watch this together, and you know, I sit down and I'm like, "All right, we're watching a cartoon with the kids. I'm gonna half pay attention. Get out my cross stitch. Here we go." And then, like the first line, I'm like, "Wait, why is Doctor Who here?"
0: <laughs> Hello, Michelangelo. Wait, what?
2: <laughs> huh? Um,
0: and you know, it's 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 Tenet. It's you know, Sean Astin is a. So I didn't pick up uh, on
1: Sean Astin. So uh, because apparently, for me, his voice is not as distinctive. But up until I looked it up, Seth Green's voice was killing me. I'm like, I know that voice and I could see it like sort of coming out of other characters like, "No, it's not him. It's and as soon as I got that name, I went, "Oh
0: yeah." And that's kind of wild because it like that's Seth Green, but it wasn't originally Seth Green in the first several seasons. It was Jason Biggs that was doing um Really, uh, Leon- Leonardo's voice, and um, that when when he left the show, they actually did a storyline reason why Leo's voice changed. It was an it was an injury. Did he get
1: punched he, in the throat?
0: <laughs> he got hit in the throat like ridiculously hard, and he couldn't talk for like several episodes. I think. Well uh, done, then show. And he started talking like a Seth Green afterwards. But yeah, that was a that was pretty pretty wild.
1: And of course, Rob Paulson... One of the most, one of the most distinctive voices that you that constantly changes, but it always stays within a sort of wheelhouse. Do you know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. It's always he. Um, uh, wow, itchy and it's not itchy and scratchy because that's what just popped into my head. It's um, wacko Pinky in the brain. No, oh. it's The Animaniacs. The Animaniacs. It's it's like you hear the undertones of that no matter what character he's doing and it's always nice to hear him. I like it it's it's almost soothing. Because you know it's 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 done well.
0: <laughs> and it it was for me really cool because I was I'm, I'm <laughs> a big fan of Rob Paulson's work like all throughout his career. Mm-hmm. But it's also um uh you know as a big fan of the original Ninja Turtles series, you know, he was one of the original turtles and when they got him to do Donatello, my favorite turtle in this new series I, I was over the moon on that I thought I just thought that was super cool that they got him back, but to do something completely different um
1: it's fun it was fun it was it was a good it was a good entertaining episode I really enjoyed it i don't i'm gonna be honest don't think I'm going to go back there's a lot of episodes
0: there, there is a lot of show here there's yes. a lot of
1: show here and I have one question at the very end of this episode. The 87 turtles are chilling out, and all of a sudden a sandworm comes out of nowhere. And those monsters, which was very rough for the 87 version of it, they slice out of that sandworm thing.
0: Uh-huh. Who were those bad guys? Uh, those were. Now, I'm, I've am i missed a lot of this show. I haven't seen a lot of the later seasons. Okay. But the tiger uh, that's a character named Tiger Claw, he was another one of Treader's minions okay so i don't know what he's doing there i don't know if they followed up on that like i don't know if the 80s turtles come back at some point and they follow up on i still why, don't know, you know, know who those? the
1: bad guys are that they are traveling through space for like aren't they hunting someone i could have sworn that was part of the uh, storyline at the beginning i don't know
0: all right so the, all right in the original cartoon there was krang mm-hmm. and he, uh, he he was a and Utram was the species that Krang was. Um, in this show, they are the Krang. Okay. So and they have a very distinct way of talking.
1: Yeah, like Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> I do like the fact that when Gilbert's Krang finds out that he is try- the other Krang is trying to blow up the universes, he's like, <laughs> whoa. Are you telling me like we've been doing this for years and now like we're trying to do a thing here and you're just going well? You said by any means necessary. <laughs> uh, yeah, he called him a Dingleberry. He called he him a Dingleberry. God, Gilbert Godfrey, national treasure. <sighs> all right, Chris. Great job. Good pick.
0: I enjoyed Thanks. it. Thanks. I'm 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 glad you enjoyed it. You and I. <laughs> assume you enjoyed it too karen
2: yes i did
0: <laughs> good it, oh, i'm glad it was uh, enjoyed by everybody
1: that's it that's a win that's a win all right let's take a quick break uh when we get back we're going to catch up on some news stay tuned
0: are you enjoying the podcast you're listening to right now of course you are but did you know that it's just one part of an entire network of geek related goodness geek.com is your one-stop shop for fresh original content no matter what your geek is Each week you'll find articles and podcasts about comic books, horror movies, X-Men, music, video games, music in video games, Transformers, anime, TV shows, tabletop gaming, wrestling, beer, and more. And hey, if you want to help us create even more original content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's available at patreon.com slash geekade. What's your geek?
3: Hey, guys, Vestlord Dean DeFalco here to tell you that we have a Twitch. Uh, Yeah, Geekade has a Twitch, and we are streaming at least once a week. Uh, Every Thursday, we are on from 6 to 11. That's five solid hours of me failing at whatever game is uh, going on that week. You want to see me cry? twitch.tv slash geekade you want to see me achieve a massive victory twitch.tv slash geekade you want to see me eat food mukbang right there twitch.tv slash geekade guys check it out it's a lot of fun we got emoticons uh we got sub badges we got all sorts of stuff going on over there And if you just want to pop in say hi give us a follow you know we really do appreciate it trying to uh, spread the love, trying to spread Vestlore Global to a house near you, maybe even your house. So, guys, pop in, say hello, and we'll catch you next time on twitch.tv slash geekade. See you then, guys. Stay vestly, Keep playing games.
1: GeekAid is looking for some partners. If you have something you'd like to advertise on any of our podcasts, our powerful overlords are ready to talk to you. Send your proposal to mail at geekaid.com with the words podcast ads in the subject line, and our diligent army of trained ants will put you in touch with the head of our advertising department. With a weekly audience that reaches well into the dozens, GeekAid is the perfect place to get your ads into the ears of the right people. Once again, that's mail at geekaid.com. Send your ad in today. And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out the commercials. Let's talk some news. First up from WeGotThisCovered.com. The surprising news, Robert Downey Jr. may return to the MCU for Ironheart Disney Plus show. Um, I didn't realize, are they doing an Ironheart show?
0: Did Not uh, that this- they've announced.
1: Okay, so if they do do... <laughs> An Iron Heart Show, which was a comic about a young woman who takes the mantle of Iron Man while he's incapacitated. I think he was just in a coma, if I'm not mistaken. Um, If they do run with that storyline, having Iron Man show up would be pretty darn cool. There's absolutely, n- in this article, there's no confirmation whatsoever. This is all speculation as they say but I like wild speculation I I like the way they think about like him as you know the voice his voice as Jarvis I like that idea
2: yeah I feel like that would be something that that Tony Stark would be well suited to Mm -hmm. especially after having been Peter's father figure yes Um, this is
0: since Peter's not there anymore right who is that spider guy oh I don't know Speederman. Walter J. Spiderman
2: spider dude um this is wild speculation although it says in here we you know have this from a source and it's the same source that told us about these other stories and it's other stories that turned out to be true yeah
1: yeah i mean it makes sense they have a plethora of stories to, to pull from and with the mcu going the way that it had gone um yeah it's time for them to start going into that that catalog of content that they have and just pick the good stuff because there's a lot of it in there, and this just makes sense. Get him in a in a, a booth. They don't need to. He doesn't need to show his face. Let him just do some voiceover work. Uh, maybe a CG, you know, computerized version of his face. I'm cool with that. Would be fun, I yeah, guess. Yeah,
0: I'd I'd be all right with that. So there's
1: a lot of a lot of the MC a lot of Disney Plus talk. A lot of stuff going on so all right let's move on uh deadline.com i'm kind of surprised that this was i shocked first and foremost grace and frankie to end with season seven will have most episodes of any netflix original i totally did not know that this was still on
2: i love this show yeah yeah
1: is it is it still as good a quality as it was because i remember being loved when it first came out like they did a really good job with the storytelling of of the age of the characters mm-hmm. so
2: it has continued it is is still as enjoyable i think uh what was like i think i took a break after season 4 mm-hmm. and then you know in the time between that and the next time i had to get back to it two seasons came out And I was like, oh, yeah, that show, like, for some reason, it was one of those things I was just like, ah, it's there, I'll watch it at some point. Mm -hmm. And when I finally did go back to it, I was like, oh, yeah, this show's freaking amazing. (laughs) And I really enjoyed having two seasons to binge.
1: So it's um, season seven coming out. I felt like they said that it was going to be a longer 16 16 episode run. Which, Which is, I think is longer. Yeah. Well, that's long for Netflix in general. Like, usually like 10, 13 episodes. And so... Season 6 premiered in January. And they're getting... It's nice that... It's a shame that the show is leaving. But it's nice that a lot of these shows, especially another couple of shows that we'll be talking about in the news, are know that their end is coming. So they can wrap things up. That it's not just...
0: Ending. Yeah, planning accordingly. Like yeah. we just finished watching Orange Is the New Black, and that show had an ending.
1: That's and that's great. Like that. That's it's a it's it's a shame that that's surprising. Like that's not how it normally goes. You know, usually they run it till it's dead and then just end it. But a lot of these creative teams are like, no, our story is finished. This is where we're going to finish our story. We're not going to, you know. Milk this for as but like for, lost, huh. you know we're not going to milk this as for as long as you guys want us to. We're done telling our story.
0: And
2: what a novel concept, letting artists make art yeah. the way they yeah. want to make it. Yeah.
0: God, lost. That was such a that show is such a tragedy, man. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, it it's it's like the gold standard of what not to do for a show. Like that show ran so well for so long, and then it just stopped. Going well, and yeah, they should have stopped, like, but well, they right, didn't. We're, we're gonna go
0: for like a you know this many seasons, and the and the network was just like, yeah, but what if you went for this many seasons? And like, I, I and there was know. a
1: considerable <laughs> difference between those two numbers,
0: if I remember correctly. How about
2: we keep paying you? Uh, like okay. All right, okay, Like
0: sure, we'll we'll, we'll stretch. You know, <laughs> we'll stretch. They should not have stretched.
1: Uh, so this show. Uh, <laughs> What is it, 11? 11 Emmy nominations yeah. during its run, and six Screen Actors Guild Award nominations, and a Golden Globe nomination for Tom, for Lily. Like, that's well-received. Good job, show. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm trying to see. Does it say when?
2: Mm,
1: uh, 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 no, this is not one of those. A number of the, this, the show's... I think it was from the Apple run that we'll talk about in a minute. Like at the bottom had this little which was very convenient, a little snippet at the bottom said, This is where it's gonna be. This is when it's gonna air. just how many episodes or seasons it's gonna be kind of thing. Um, there is no news for when season seven will show, but we'll let you know when we do find out. We will. Um and we will. Was it this one? Yeah, Karen, I think yeah, you put up this one. Nope. I was able to read this one. Uh Dowson Abbey, so there's one article that pops up, and it just blocks me from being able to read it, so I'm kind of hoping one of the two of you read it. Um, we're going to get, it was this one, <laughs> No mofo Mo Fomo. There is a show about Downton Abbey coming out before the movie comes out?
2: Yes, there is going to be a special aired.
1: A behind-the-scenes kind of thing?
2: I believe so, yes. Okay.
1: So it's uh, from what I gathered, it was it's going to be released the day before the movie comes out. That's the the bit of news I got, and the movie is going to be on Amazon Prime, right? Yeah, yeah, mm. it is. That's, hold on, I can, okay. There's a big window in front of the screen. If I scroll slowly, hold on. Uh, Down in Abbey mo- movie will hit Am- oh American theaters February. T- f- friday september 20th the series is currently streaming on amazon prime i i'm sorry
2: yeah was, i, was a I bit confused there i'm like i'm watching it on prime day now but well, so where
1: is, is this show coming uh
2: it's going to be on nbc
1: okay see like this is why it helps to read the articles tv guide it you sure just block literally stay in it it doesn't let me read the article unless i sign up for their emails
2: Huh, weird.
1: Yep. So, well, thumbs down. Boo. I'm not going to get um, emails for there TV There is Guide. a
2: one-hour special. It's called Return to Downton Abbey, a grand event. It'll be hosted by Derek Hough from uh, Dancing with the Stars. And there's no confirmation of who from the cast will be in it, but probably all the lots of people that came back for the movie will be featured in it. Um, I'm so excited about this. <laughs> I didn't think I was. And Now um, you
1: know that you is.
2: <laughs> and then, well, I, I mean, I, not necessarily about the special, like, whatever. I don't I don't know. I probably will catch it at some point. But I didn't think I was. Th- I mean, I I knew I was, like, conceptually excited about it. But then I didn't really realize how soon it would be. And then, Chris, your mom was like, we should go to the movies and watch that you and I and I was like yeah okay I'd do that there's other people I know who watch the show but I don't know that any of them are going to be able to go to the movies with me um and so I was like you know I wonder if I could get this watched and so I pulled it up on Prime and I'm like six is it six or seven seasons and they each have no more than 10 episodes and I have about three weeks Mm. fuck it i'm going in (laughs) (laughs) hold my beer (laughs) (laughs) so i'm in the middle of season three right now in the middle of arguably the roughest episode that they ever made um in terms of emotional impact um and i forgot how much i love this show and i'm so excited to get back to this world and you know i think that the concept that they've come up with for the movie uh, justifies coming back to these characters.
1: Up, uh, so, as I've explained to both of you, Angela was in the throes of a Chuck rewatch. And during one of the episodes, I was reminded at how how much and Abbey seeped into the culture because at one point in time john casey is sitting there with his daughter and they make a Downton abbey joke like i totally forgot that this was that big of a thing and i
0: did not realize those were both on at the same time
1: it, it was the last it was like the last couple one of the last few episodes of the last season and he Genuinely turns and says, Oh, it's gonna be a rough time on in dowager Abbey, this this blah blah blah. I was like, Wow, really? And so yeah, this show was a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Made it through the lexicon, if you will.
2: Two thousand ten was when Down Abbey started.
1: Huh. All right. I'm gonna skip the next one because the later one is better. And I'll mention it. Um but next up ew.com brings us the mandalorian unmasked um, the more i hear about this show in particular it makes me i i thought disney plus was supposed to be like friend, family friendly stuff like pg 13ish right or am i totally wrong on that one no you're right because the 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 Description of this show, like it's within the first sentence, the the soldiers have been freelance. Da, 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 da. The bounty hunter creeps up behind him and fires his blaster, gunning them down. Like literally, him killing people in shooting them in the back. Like, okay, I'm I'm down with that. That's fine, but I didn't feel that that like I was worried that this a show about mercenaries on Disney Plus. That worried me, but it seems like I don't know. Maybe I don't have to be worried.
0: Hopefully, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm. It's. I think it'll be fine. It's. They're really good at making things, getting away with stuff. PG thirteen wise, you know. It'll. It'll be fine.
1: Okay. All right. I,
0: I'm not concerned. All right. Um. So. Chris, did you, you did you read this article?
1: No. Alright, so it gives a lot of the backstory about what's going on, you know, when it takes place and so on and so forth. Which we've heard before. We've gotten basic information about the this show. Um what surprised me was the Mandalorian uh, represents a crucial asset for Disney and Lucasfilm. The show, with a reported budget of one hundred million dollars for an eight-episode debut season.
2: Jesus Lord
1: is the highest-profile series to launch with Disney's new streaming service. Holy crackers and cheese! That's a lot of money. And the apparently the main actor is going to be in a mask most of the time. Yep. So he can't be making that much money.
0: (laughs) He's not making Disney money. (laughs) Uh,
1: I everything that I've read about, like I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan. I understand it. I appreciate it.
0: This sounds entertaining. I mean, I haven't been reading anything on it because I'm, you know, you're trying to avoid it. You're sold. I'm already sold. It's just like, you know, (laughs) it was just just like the next Star Wars movie, like. Okay, (laughs) whatever. I'm I'm already there. I Mm. don't need to see trailers and stuff. I'm I'm in.
1: Okay. Um, what this article also brought to my attention, which I had forgotten, that Boba Fett was not really a Mandalorian; he was a clone.
0: He was. He was a clone. Delorean.
1: (sighs) I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) That there is this whole race is just like this. Sounds like fun. Um. I I am I'm what is it I, like optimistic cautiously cautiously optimistic <laughs> so and it's not like I I'm going to be upset with you know if I I I watch Star Wars movies and if I get through them I'm like okay like the last couple of you know true Star Wars movies I didn't make it through I wasn't but I understand why People like them. I liked the standalones because they I didn't need much backstory or I didn't need to give a crap about, you know, politics or whatnot. Um, which
0: what which Star Wars movie? You talking about solo or
1: Well, I enjoyed Solo. I enjoyed Rogue One. The the last I know the last Star Wars like
0: The Last Jedi?
1: Was episode seven? Were
0: Episode we, 8 was The Last Jedi. I, 7 was the Force Awakens. They, so that one I barely made through. Really? Yeah. And it wasn't like that. It was bad. It just wasn't.
1: Ring into a bell. Then mm. they went to the island, right? Like she was training with
0: sort of... Yeah, that was in Last Jedi. Was, she was training with Luke.
1: And I, I made it maybe halfway through that one. Hmm. And... I'm I'm not saying it's bad. It just wasn't my cup of tea. And I am... This is giving me... The, the way this show is being described to me is... I don't need to care or know all about the other stuff. We're learning about something relative... A new... Huh, I don't want to say a new iteration. More information about an existing character that really... Or existing race of characters that i i don't need to have learned about from previous movies and that's the stuff i like that's what i liked about solo that's what i liked about rogue one rogue one was a heist movie in itself so i like those
0: well i love rogue one um solo felt kind of pointless to me it wasn't bad but but like i that, that was the kind of the opposite to me i was like okay but hey, do i need where to? where
2: are the people that i care about
0: yeah where are the characters that i actually give a crap about because like that's not Han Solo. <laughs> you can tell me that's Han Solo all you want, but that's not Han Solo. And, like, Darth Maul shows up at the very end, like, wow, they're really, like, diving deep into the minutiae here. Like, that's cool, but I don't know, man. Now they're and, never going to do and anything look- with that because that movie flopped, so... And
1: that's the thing. You're, I, I looked at it like, that's. I don't need to know anything else. That it, it showed me sparkly pictures on the screen. I was entertained. I wasn't looking for connections or looking for... Backstory, or it—I didn't need that, and I, I don't—I
0: don't know what you're talking about. Like that was the end of the movie. Darth Maul showed up and started talking, like, right? Okay, but
1: that—that's my—that's my point. <laughs> my, I didn't need. I wasn't looking for that throughout the entirety of the movie. I—it was—it was a standalone unit, which was fine for me. You just said that I was well. Where are the people that I care about, I. I the whole cast of Rogue One were to me, I didn't know a single one of them, really, not that I yeah, recall. see
0: that really worked for me, and we because you didn't know any of those you like none of those characters were established characters, which was kind of awesome because it's like, well, you kind of know how this ends, you know this is Rogue One, they're mm-hmm. all going to die, yeah, you know exactly and how this is if you know know yeah, and it was they still managed to make me like genuinely care about those characters, especially on rewatches, like mm-hmm. I really like Rogue One, that movie's great, but. Boy, uh, yeah, solo. I just had a real hard time giving a crap the whole time I was watching it. But see, like
1: and that's my point about this show. This I feel that I hope that they're gonna give me a cast of characters that I can care about without having to know anything else about them. No. Nah, Similarly my hope. to Rogue One. We'll see. Um they have sunk a lot of money into it and they're throwing uh, Favreau at it, right? This is the one that Favreau's in is responsible. He's-
0: uh I think he's producing something, but he's also like directing an episode i think um and I
1: did yes, so what I found funny is that they 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 put the main guy in a helmet the entire time and he's from Game of Thrones, and I was like well that's that makes it difficult for the the actor to actually emote and then i and then in the article it says well, Favreau did it before they had you know Iron Man, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. They really did make that robot, you know, emote without showing much emotion. So if, if I guess they definitely got the right guy to, to, to try to steer this ship. So we shall see. Um, this is one of the premiere shows that, see, premieres uh, November 12th. So creator, it's created by Jon Favreau. Nice. Looks like fun. I'm going to enjoy it. Um, I hope to as well. Chris, you posted up this next one, and I'm mildly confused, so you're going to have to speak to it. Uh, Dragon Ball Z actor Chris Sabat, or Sabat, I don't know, releases statements statement ad- amidst, amidst new casting allegations.
0: What? Okay, um... Boy, if, I, if I'm remembering this right, uh, I, I'm 90% sure this is the story. I, I posted this story a while ago, and mm-hmm. a lot of life has happened between then and now. Okay, all right. So there was a recording of the uh, the the voice, the American voice cast for Dragon Ball Z, saying just a bunch of like racist and homophobic stuff. It was like just it was during one of their their recording sessions, and it was when they were not, you know, they were off.
1: Okay. Off now, mic, allegedly. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. They weren't, you know, recorded. They were supposed to be recording or anything like that. It wasn't them act, acting or anything. It was just them screwing around. And it was just this this horrible stuff, apparently. Now, <clears throat> there was a lot of, like like, stuff going around of, like, oh, well, these are awful people, and, well, we don't really want to be associated with that, but... Now, i again I really very much could be wrong, but from what I've come to understand the f- stuff that they were that they that they were recorded as saying was not them just talking and screwing around one of the things apparently that they liked to do to warm up was read fan fiction <laughs> uh, okay so there is there is a certain i don't know if if it, if that is actually what happened, then it's what actually what happened. If it isn't, then that's a weird excuse to you know throw out there, but whatever uh the the horrible things that they were all saying was a recording of them reading fan fiction uh in in character or whatever so I don't know, and uh, the, apparently this was uh, the the Chris Sabat, who is I think Vegeta and several other characters um talking about how they're not being recast. As far as I know,
3: gotcha. So that's as,
0: that's as far as I got. Okay, I,
1: <laughs> so in in this, when the Dragon Ball Kai was being recorded in two thousand seven, I heard rumors that actresses had been recast at Funimation for refusing oh, right. sexual yeah. advances by Funimation employees. I consider these rumors credible based on my experience working at Funimation and from direct messages received from a former DBZ cast member. I also heard this that is a, this is a different
0: story. Yeah. So Sorry, this I is like confused. seems
1: like a horrible place.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me.
1: Uh, Sabat now refuting those claims, is set in the affidavit, calling them without merit and libelous. Oh, so it seems like some bad stuff is going on at Funimation, allegedly. Um,
0: yeah, and you know, it wouldn't surprise me because nothing surprises me anymore. It's
1: uh, <laughs> a goddamn shame. Um, apparently there will be uh, hearings uh, uh, September sixth, so more information will be coming out. So it's like sexual misconduct in the workplace. That's that's up at Funimation now. I, I get is Funimation just the American arm of it?
0: A Funimation is the company that has the rights to localize Dragon Ball. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Dragon Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball C, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Super are owned by Toei Animation. Okay. Toei Animation, Fuji TV, Akira Toriyama, and Shueisha, I think, are all the companies that own the Japanese version. And then in America, Funimation handles the... uh...
1: Gotcha. So the Americanization of the show is done by Funimation and that
0: there's a lot of,
1: well, allegedly some bad stuff going
0: on there. Indeed. Not cool. Not good. Not cool, man. I mean, I don't love the American Dragon Ball Z stuff anyway, so I watch it all in Japanese or the uh, the original uh, American voice actors, which are hilarious. Because b- before it was a different company, uh, uh, Ocean uh, did the dub uh, originally in America mm-hmm. and uh, Pioneer uh, distributed it. And the Ocean dub is... Famous for being extremely censored um, in some pretty creative ways. Okay, like uh, you know, the, in the original Dragon Ball, there's some some pretty racy material, and uh, they they covered up a lot of things with like very hilariously placed trees. <laughs> like, oh, oh okay, so There's a tree like right in front of Goku's dong. All right, <laughs> that 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 adds up. Um, okay. So yeah, there's a lot How would I of like that kind of stuff. From Dragon
1: Ball Z, okay. How
0: would I would expect from Dragon Ball at all. I, there's the, the, uh, in original Dragon Ball. There was a lot of you know naked Goku as a kid because he was a feral kid who lived in the woods by himself. So that that just kind of happened. Um, and then you got a uh, in like what is in Dragon Ball Z? He goes to hell at a certain point, but they didn't want to call it hell, so they called it the home for infinite losers, and they. Uh, <laughs> the two guys that were in hell had these shirts that said hell on them, but they replaced hell with H-F-I-L, <laughs> home for infinite losers. Okay. But there's like a plane got blown up in the sky or were like, oh, that was the plane with all the camera equipment in it, or thank goodness it's Sunday, those buildings were all empty. (laughs) (laughs) Like, really hilarious and creative ways to get around all the wanton murder and violence in that show. Jesus. (laughs) Uh,
1: Well, if we do get any more news about how this plays out, we will let you know. But apparently there's some stuff a-brewing, which is not good. Eh, it's a shame. All right. Um Karen, you posted up yeah. this next one from EW.com. Watch Joyful Teaser for Queer Eye We're in Japan special. They look yeah. like they're having fun.
2: I did not know this was a thing.
1: It's a two-episode so. special. They go to Japan.
2: Yeah. Yay.
1: Um apparent like this trailer that we watched, it looks like that young Japanese woman. I, the way they started it it's like her saying hey guys and then, and then they dance all over japan and then at the very end
2: <laughs> i mean this other you woman shows up and you laugh but that's exactly what happens it's exactly they dance what, all over japan
1: they literally dance all over japan <laughs> and i don't know what was t- like i i don't know if i didn't watch the whole thing but wait no, oh it's a, no right. it's joyful yeah okay I thought for somewhere it said, uh, no, it didn't. I thought there was some sort of emotional. No, it's <laughs> joyful. They are definitely having a joyous time in this trailer.
2: Yeah, and they didn't. they didn't really say anything about what it's going to be. No. Just something to hold you over between now and their next season in 2020.
1: Yes, and that's set in Philadelphia, right? That's yeah. what I read, so... There you go. Um, Coming in November. November 1st. And they
2: have uh, a couple of women who are um, Japanese native. I'm just. It's four episodes, not two. Is it four? I thought it was
1: two. Okay. Oh, it is. You're Um, right. Absolutely. My mistake.
2: But they have these two women who are uh, Japanese natives to help them navigate i guess japanese culture and stuff which i think is good because the last thing you want to do is just like send a bunch of americans to another country and tell people how to live like no yeah that's not that's not i was curious
1: how they were going to pull that off but i let it go
2: i mean i love these particular americans quite a bit but sending any americans right now is yeah. to, to tell other people what to do is a sticky thing it's to not do.
1: a good idea might might just wait a little bit so they looks like they're having fun hopefully it translates onto the screen we will find mm-hmm. out november 1st yay yay all right next up from uh we got this one from the nerdist this is the good place season four first look um yeah this looks like... I am so upset that this is leaving, but I'm also happy that they are telling their story. Just like I said earlier. Yeah, it gets to conclude. gets yeah. to conclude. Um, Is this the one where they were to- Like, they did the behind the scenes? Hold on. Yeah,
2: the little... Yeah,
1: it's adorable. They make fun of Ted Dans and pretty much the entirety of this thing. Um, We get to see the... Uh, sort of the story that's what's going to happen like they they sort of they give you the brief synopsis of what's leading up into season four and i i i can't wait I, when am i how long When? when when am i when when is this coming
2: the, the 26th of September. Of september okay so two weeks
1: so two weeks from now but i'm gonna wait at least three weeks so i can watch three or four episodes at the same time i can't i can't just watch this is this is a half hour right yeah yeah no i can't do 22 minutes of this and then say oh no i'm done No, no 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 um the earlier article that i skipped over so that we could talk about this was her it was a twitter video of her standing there reading a book and then there's a page slips underneath the The door that she's standing in front of and it says, uh, you belong in the good place on September 26th. That was their premiere date announcement. And it's adorable. That woman has, it's shocking how she hasn't aged at all.
2: It's not fair is what it is.
1: (sighs) We're also watching Veronica Mars, you know, currently. And she really hasn't. It's surprising. There is a, a picture somewhere in an attic aging for her. Um, I'm curious as how they're going to pull, well, no, I know they're going to pull it off. I'm very confident in that. I'm just curious as how they're going to do it because there's a lot of, like, the whole cheaty story, him getting his mind wiped, but his ex-girlfriend's there now and blah, 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 blah. I want to see how it ends. And Uh, I I like Ted Danson. I think he's doing a phenomenal job in the show. I
2: will. Glad that um, Kirby Howell Baptiste, who plays Chidi's ex-girlfriend, is going to be featuring more in the show because I really like her.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, she did a really good job when they had that was last season. So she did pretty she, much
0: everything about this show does a really good job. Yeah, and I'm right there with you. I'm I'm bummed that it's ending, but I'm glad that it's ending. You know, proper, proper. Yeah,
2: and I know how you, what you're saying about wanting to back up a couple episodes and, you know, Mm -hmm. watch it all at once. But I feel like (sighs) I almost enjoy the suspense a (sighs) little bit. Because there's, I mean, there's so many shows these days that are made to binge, and rightly so. Like, they don't do the things that normal week-to-week shows would do because you can't there's no point. You could just watch them all at once. But I kind of like the it seems weird to say, but the old-fashioned style of a show that's made week to week and that makes you wait for it and and really want it, and it's uh, that much better the next week when you get to see the next episode.
1: Nope, I'm spoiled. I want it all now. <laughs> <laughs> I understand the words coming out of your face. I just don't agree with them. <laughs> well,
2: then... Fuck you.
1: <laughs> uh yeah. We're gonna we will probably do like an overall talk about this because we we were fans of this show and we will definitely talk about its conclusion. <sighs> Alright, let's move on. Gizmodo Um It it Disenchantments season two trailer, Bean Goes to Hell and Back. Now I am I can't remember if I saw all of season one, didn't, like, at what point in time did they
0: jump off of the cliff?
2: Yes. That was. I think that was, like, early in the...
0: That was early in the season? God, I don't remember. Yeah. Like, part of me weird. wants to rewatch it, and the other part's just like, well, it was kind of mediocre until the, the end when it got super interesting and then stopped.
1: Yeah. Okay. But now that you know that it's super good, do you think that would make the earlier watching better? Like yeah, to maybe. see where how it's getting there or where it's going to kind of thing? I don't know. Yeah,
0: maybe. Uh yeah, it might might be worth a shot. I'm kind of I mean at this a trailer looks right good. As, it does. And I'm not really sure what I'm doing right now as far as watching things at the moment. So uh yeah. Maybe squeeze that hey. that squeeze that in there. So maybe that's where I go. Yeah.
1: So alright. That the we the, they get a trailer for the next season of Disenchantment. You get a lot of uh, a lot of information seems to be given, but I still don't know what's going on. So I think it's because I haven't watched the full season one. So I might not be the one that this is aimed at.
0: Yeah. The whole twist of like, you know, she brings back her mom from the dead and she was evil. You know, she's like super evil or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, killing off Elfo. Like there's there's a lot, of, a lot of interesting stuff going on there. OK. I did. I... Good. Good job. Show. Good job. Show. So, yeah, um,
1: just for trailer. Da, 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 da. There's the sh- September 20th. Wow. Next week. Next week. Netflix. Uh, and then it's already been renewed for another two part season. So, this wait. Is this the second part of season one? Or is this. I
0: don't
1: know. I don't
2: know. I
0: don't know, I, I don't know either. You know what shows with weird seasons are like bugging me out. I want to watch more DuckTales, darn it. But te- theoretically, it, like technically we're still in season 2 of DuckTales, like even though it started it's, airing it's like s- more than a year ago, I think.
1: Right. Yeah, that well, it's been on for a long time. Or been around for a long time that's
0: true yeah but like it instead of them it technically being season three like no it was on hiatus it's still season two like well i really want to watch it darn it and i haven't seen any of it and i really want it but it's not gonna be like well give me season two part one it'll be probably much easier to just find and watch season two as it is a thing yes
2: well
0: it's available i know a place
1: so uh yeah you, I'm gonna check this out because this trailer, like I remember, not fully investing at the beginning because it really didn't. Get, I really didn't get it at the beginning.
0: Um, it wasn't very good at the beginning.
1: Okay, so now this trailer is leading me to go, hey, maybe I should give this another look.
2: Yeah, and it's just now hitting me that like in this season Bean is going to go to hell, and this is Matt Groening, and and then it's just it's kind of taking me back to Matt Groening's roots mm-hmm. a little bit.
0: Of Welcome to Hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't um, think about that till you mentioned it. Yeah.
2: Like, boy, this guy's really got a thing about hell. He huh? does.
0: He does. <sighs> so that you check it
1: out. That trailer looks re- That trailer looks good. Um, it's like I said. It, it's it's. Making me interested in the first half of what I've missed. <sighs> Alright, moving on. Uh, UK movies at com. <laughs> wow. Um, fun fact about the Netflix uh, Dark Crystal series, the new Dark Crystal series. Mm-hmm. Um the kid that played the baby. In the original Labyrinth movie, he is the dude that is doing the, like, Muppet puppetry stuff for Dark Crystal. Age of Resistance.
0: I just thought that was really neat.
1: It is neat. His family has been a part of this magical, mystical world for, apparently, generations, so...
0: Yeah, like didn't his parents meet on the, the set of the original?
1: Yes, and then they got their baby into the the labyrinth movie. <laughs> so there you go, that's cute. I think that's adorable. Um, he his name is Toby,
0: I guess. So
2: that isn't that, that was the name of the baby though in the movie, wasn't it? Was it? Or am I crazy?
0: I don't know. I've never seen it. Oh,
2: yeah. You haven't seen Labyrinth? Oh, that's a
1: shame.
0: I've never seen Labyrinth or Dark Crystal. Probably because like things scared me when I was a kid, and my parents were probably like, yeah, you probably shouldn't watch these movies. Really? And they were probably right. They probably would have scarred me. But, I mean, you never know, man. I mean, was it never any story scarred the heck out of me? That stuff was scary. Okay. I love it.
2: Well...
1: It's, it's, they, I, I, I enjoy the labyrinth. I
0: like that movie. I, sh- I plan on watching it at some point and I plan on watching this dark crystal and, and the original
1: mm-hmm.
0: at some point.
1: Yeah. I'm sure you will.
0: You know, when I, when I have the time. Yeah.
1: That's that's it. That's the key. Finding the time. All right. That's the, that's a fun, little fun fact for the night. Uh Let's get to the next one. Hollywood com brings us. California law censoring ages on IMDb faces skepticism from appeals court. I, what? California <laughs> law censoring law censoring ages on IMDb faces oh, okay. skepticism from appeals court. I put a Sorry. comma in there. I just, it was pacing because I started looking at Gabriel. Gabrielle,
2: Gabrielle Carteris, and
1: I'm like, she looks familiar. Where do I know her from? And then it's Beverly Hills 90210. Um, so yeah, I read this article. Apparently, people are fighting to get ages taken off of IMDb because of age ageism. What's it called? Discrimination. Age discrimination. Thank you. And they're like well you know they're just getting that information from like Wikipedia and if we change this law it's not going to change Wikipedia so was the pert I I said okay I don't I don't know how to feel on either way it really is not changing my world it sucks that there is age discrimination I feel that the best person for the job should just get the job but
2: ha ha sorry yeah um I agree with you, but that's just <laughs> that's not, the not way how it works. It goes, so, um,
1: But do you think that them removing the date of birth from IMDb is going to be much of a change, much of a help?
2: Well, I don't know. I can see both sides of it. Um, I do agree with the um, judges who are saying, like, well, you know, that information is just out there anywhere. Um, but the argument for the, uh, for the SAG-AFTRA case, they're saying, like... Um, IMDB is like the primary source for casting information like that's where casting directors go to not that they couldn't go somewhere else to find out that information but the one place that they're going to for the main part is that is IMDB and so that information is there if that information was not there they might not see it at all. Whereas if it is there, they might see it and go, oh, we kind of like this person, but oh, she's 50, she's too old. But if the age information isn't there at all, and they're just, you know, basing it off of whatever information is there, there, there would be less of a chance of age discrimination, I think.
1: Okay. I, I, I Cause, understand. Because
2: it's not like casting directors are going out there going, well, I like her, but how old is she?
1: Well, Okay.
2: And I say that I am using the female pronouns because I don't think this is happening to men. I don't know, I don't know,
0: but I I would be shocked and amazed if it was happening to men.
2: Well, I, I mean, maybe it is happening to men. It's not happening as much as it's happening to women. That's
0: no, true. I mean, just look at, just look at superhero movies. You know, look at, look at anything action movie, like, uh, especially like before extremely recently but you always see like the male characters are teamed up with women like a fraction of their age that's just it's it's just the way it rolls and yeah ageism's weird movies are weird greatest showman like zendaya was not that was not a that was not a good pairing right there (laughs) That's too made me uncomfortable
2: yeah i thought I thought Zach Efron was like just you know he's younger than me, so he's he's a fetus, basically they're all they're all babies <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, but then when I saw the two of them together, I'm like, oh no, there's like a ten year age difference there, that's not okay,
1: uh uh- oh. Alright. Uh, anyway, work. it doesn't work. sound like this
2: it doesn't sound like this law is going to be reinstated anyway, but uh I do think I th- do think it might have been it might have done some good.
1: Maybe. I it's uh, well we probably never will know. So it's it is like how many is.
0: licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie <sighs> spot. The world Three. may never know. Three.
1: Alright. Um where is this coming from? Variety.com. Hawkeye. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I want to skip the ad. Thanks, Variety. Hawkeye, Disney Plus series. Is Haley Seinfeld for lead role? Or Steinfeld. It's Steinfeld.
0: Damn, this was all over the internet today, and I don't know who that is.
1: Uh, she was in Pitch Perfect 3, 2, two or 3. At she least, was like one of the leads. I think in... two
2: and three.
0: Okay, so she was and one I of the. I don't even remember Pitch Perfect two. Oh, that's a shame.
2: It's yeah, a lot there's of fun. N- no, no, no. Pitch Perfect two sucked, man. It goes one, three, two. That's the order.
1: Okay, re- all three really of like them like are one. good. All three of them mm. are entertaining.
2: No, the second one sucked. Okay,
0: <laughs> all right. <laughs> you are your opinion is wrong. <laughs> <and>. uh, apparently,
1: <laughs> apparently, and I'm not going to fight it anymore. Uh, she was also. <laughs> she's also um, going to be. We were just talking about it. Last week, or two weeks ago, where um, Apple TV Emily Dickinson.
2: Yeah, the Dickinson show. The yeah, I want to say <laughs> the Dickinson show, which it is, but that's not what it's called. No,
1: but it, it <laughs> that's is what, what it should be. Called. Should what it be should yeah. Um, so apparently, uh, we don't really know, but we're assuming. Um, in the comics, there was a female who takes up the mantle of Hawkeye for a bit. I think she still does. Um, It would just make sense that they that's who she plays because, uh, as I remember, the MCU Hawkeye is still around. He didn't dust away, and he's still part of the show. So, Uh, Rayner?
0: Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner.
1: Um, So, that could be cool. Another passing of the mantle kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I agree. We don't. Uh, people seem to really like uh, what's her name, Kate Bishop. They mm-hmm. really seem to like that character. Yeah. So I know nothing of that character, but I know that particular run of comics uh, did really well. It did. It did. So uh, sure, man. Go nuts. There you go. I I have no reason not to trust these guys. They have not let me ast- led me astray at all, except for you know Spider Man. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to be mad about that until the day I die. I will die mad about it. Uh, Thank you, drive through. (laughs) Apparently. So
1: we'll keep an eye out once we get any sort of back information on that one. We'll let you know. Um, This next one was kind of a bummer. Hollywood Reporter lets us know that the Muppets... The Muppets. The Muppets Disney Plus comedy series has been scrapped. Uh, Apparently it was scrapped due to creative differences. Uh, From what I read... Previously, I really liked what these guys were going for.
0: Um, it was like supposed to be a follow-up to Muppets Take Manhattan or something. Yeah,
1: it was going back to the OG theory of the Muppets.
0: And I mean, you know, kind of. Uh, I still think they should just make the fucking Muppets show. Like, just make the Muppet Show again. Just, just do a stupid variety show with the Muppets and make it funny.
1: We it, apparently they're going to do something. And an yeah there version. do there's
0: some sort of like live live type of show which I feel scared you know, about a little scared but it could be could be fun could be fun who knows it could be that could Geek recapture Muppet. some of the feel of that original variety show really it's yeah, I don't know they just really need to get somebody who understands what makes them up it's them up it's like understand why these characters are beloved in the first place instead of always trying to reinvent the wheel and that first of the modern Muppet movies did a really good job of that. Yes. But then they didn't really go anywhere with it. You know,
1: <laughs> the whistling Muppet. I love that movie. So, yeah, I, it's a shame because they, that creative, the original creative team, you know, there was a lot of talent there. I feel that they would have done right by the Muppets, but what do I know? I'm just a guy with a microphone. Um, we will see what happens because they are still going forth with that unscripted version. So,
2: hmm. I think if they're not going to do this, that they need to just stop. Yeah. All cease all talks of any Muppet projects until they get their shit together mm-hmm. and stop playing tiddlywunks with our collective hearts. It's
0: true. Yeah, like it's just. God, what was I reading I think in this article I was reading that that Muppet show that I genuinely disliked until they changed showrunners mm-hmm. like the original showrunner was one of the the one of the minds behind uh, the big Bang theory yep. so like, oh well no wonder no that's wonder that's why care I hated for it. that show <laughs> I knew there was a, some sort of really bad taste in my mouth <laughs> about that show
1: oh uh, well it is what it is we what there's we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, this next one kind of, I don't, I'm confused. Um, wa- I'm very confused. Warigami
0: paper powers trailer. <laughs> yeah I saw this trailer earlier and was just like what well I can't not share this this is this is this is hysterical somebody greenlit this
2: <laughs> what the actual fuck CW well,
0: what we have here is a t- in case you haven't seen uh, what we have here is a TV show about uh, you know some Asian folks who can do dual origami and turn said origami into weapons
1: yeah, they're fighting with paper and then that paper turns into metal. I don't understand it. It's confusing <laughs> at best. At the
2: end of the trailer they're like they announce when it's going to be like coming this fall to whatever day on the CW and something or other CW seed. And I wasn't like totally pay attention. And I thought they were saying that the show was just going to be on CW Seed because that's the level of quality that I thought it
1: was. <laughs> no, they look like they put a they they put a couple of nickels into it. So yeah, you know,
2: they're actually putting this on network television. <laughs> it will be available streaming on CW Seed. I did want go back and clarify that yeah. that ad or whatever wow. the hell it was.
0: Yeah, I I, just, I found this trailer just astonishing. Like, wow! It's,
1: and that's that's what? the problem. Like, you looked at it and went, "Wow, someone greenlit that." Yeah, okay. Still don't have Firefly cartoon like I want, but I could see people fight with paper swords.
0: I just want to be on that pitch <laughs> meeting. That would be awesome. I want to know how they sold this show to a network. I'm like, okay, get this.
1: <laughs> All right,
0: it's origami. Right, come with me on this journey. <laughs> but the origami, they can turn the origami into weapons like swords and stuff, and we're gonna call it warigami. Ah, ah! Get this man a private jet. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been more sold on anything in my life.
1: Uh, all right, deadline brings us to the next one. Dark shadows gets new blood with sequel series in the works. At the CW from writer Mark B. Perry. So yeah, I remember Dark Shadows. That was popular. Let's—they're gonna try it again. It was a, a vampire soap opera. I remember being—was it? Was the original a comedy or was that just the crappy movie? Uh,
2: I never saw the original, but I always got the impression that this was sort of a campy property. I know. I, I, I why know would the I? Re- m-
1: movie was. Yeah. Hold so
2: on. when well, I mean, it's uh, the, the original was a soap, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was campy. Okay. But so when I saw that it was going to be quote a gothic horror drama, <laughs> it was like this is going to be another one of those weird ass CW shows like Riverdale where yep. they were going to take uh, an, an existing they're property, they're going to take Archie
1: and make him a killer.
2: Yes. But <laughs> make it you know. Dark and gritty and, you know, young and hip for the teens and yep. whatever comes after millennials because millennials are old now, right? Yes.
1: Millennials are in their uh, 30s now, Gen aren't
2: they? <laughs> Z? Yeah,
1: whatever. I don't
2: know. So... Anyway, but I think anybody who loves Dark Shadows is going to look at this and go, okay, but what? <laughs> I
1: don't know. Dark Shadows, vampire soap opera they're modernizing it we'll see what happens because honestly seeing as it is the cw it could go the way of riverdale or they could just know what they have and go hey we're just going to do what we did and make something like warigami because that doesn't look dark and gritty it looks like warigami should look when you think the words warigami that's the picture that should pop your <laughs> and head. and you
0: do think the words warigami <laughs> we all we all have yeah right absolutely We've all th- thought about it.
1: I had a buddy of mine write in my yearbook this diatribe, and he was like, yes, when taking breaks from our full-contact full, wait, full contact origami. And I was like, wait, just think about that for a second. Full-contact origami. That just sounds violent and beautiful at the same time. <sighs> Anywho. I, I don't know. I... It, it. Who is screaming? I that never happened. Let's I'm moving on. I don't know who's clamoring for more dark shadows. We just had a run of shows, vampire, vampiric shows that just all drama, horror that just ended. True blood and all of those line, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Let's talk about Jason Momoa. (laughs) TVLine.com, <laughs> not just Jason Momoa, a blind Jason Momoa, leads a blind dystopia in trailer for Apple TV Plus Drama C. So apparently Jason Momoa is playing this character who is blind. Everybody's blind because in the future all people lose the, the ability to see and then his kids are the first generation or first children born with the ability to see again. Mayhem ensues.
2: Did you watch the trailer? I did. What did you think?
1: It looked interesting. I don't... I I don't know. I don't. There's so much info. There's so many things to watch. I don't know if I'm going to spend the time to sit down and watch this.
2: I do think that it looks like an interesting premise. Mm -hmm. And I like... Uh I like Momoa in this. I like
1: Well, he's playing the big brutal Viking like guy. So yeah,
2: he's playing I his like, character type. Uh Alfrey Woodard, um what I briefly saw of her. I I like the concept of this show. What bothers me about this show <laughs> is that there don't appear to be any blind actors.
1: Not a one. Doesn't, like and a one.
2: I understand that if you're making a show where the entire cast of the uh, is, is meant to be blind, that you're probably not going to cast everyone as a blind person. But could we give some of these roles of disabled people to actual disabled people? It's just a thought that I had.
0: I mean, it's a good thought. It is. I mean,
2: they have to put... I, I get they also have to put a name in the lead role because mm-hmm. it's a new streaming service and a new show and they got to sell it. I get that. I'm just saying, like, please also make room for representation because what the hell?
1: They definitely could have. It was a missed opportunity. But uh, this is I, I, I. This is the first I've heard of this I, outside of the other, what, three other Apple TV shows that they keep talking about, The Morning Show... For all mankind and Dickinson, like it seems like they have five, four things coming out,
0: and with that, and it's only five bucks a month. And with right?
1: that, segue <laughs> TVLine.com also lets us know that Apple TV Plus sets November launch date, reveals four ninety nine subscription price. Conveniently, one wait two dollars cheaper than Disney Plus, right? Because Disney's going for six ninety nine. Yeah, but is, isn't that the Disney with Hulu and whatnot?
3: Hmm.
2: Yes, the Disney Plus includes Hulu and and S-Pen. S-Pen. S-Pen.
1: Apple TV will be ad-free, and all of its content will be downloadable. Thus far, there are at least 23 original shows in various stages of development at the service. You can view the full slate here. Click. I don't want to click. So, yeah. I don't want to go to another website. I'm okay with it um so yeah makes sense get right in that sweet spot of five bucks a month i there's too many streaming services
0: now or there will be in november
2: yeah yeah
0: yeah completely agree what did somebody uh post this comic that was going around of like Oh hey, look at this! I have Netflix, I have Hulu, I can put away my pirate hat because I don't mind paying for content when yeah. it's something that's reasonable and mm-hmm. get all this stuff. This is pretty great. And then like now we've got Disney, you know, Apple's Apple. jumping in, Disney Plus, Hulu, Netflix, HBO Max. Uh, Amazon, HBO Max. Just, Hello, old friend, <laughs> <laughs> dusting off the old pirate hat because really it's
1: they're doing it again. We're heading
0: right back to to cable where it's like everyone's got their own streaming service and nobody's gonna buy all of them and nobody's gonna be able to watch all of the shows because it's just and honestly it's i do think this is better than where we're at with cable i, I do right but like, this is the beginning is still yeah, you're right. This is the this is the beginning, but I feel like this is going to cap sooner than cable did where it was like, all right, now you've got this. This is your cable box. You've got 850,000 channels, 14 of which you might well, might you might watch, three of which you definitely will, but you're going to pay for all of this because it's the only way to get those things that you want. Right. And and every one of those cable channels has a streaming service as well, which we very rarely <sighs> yeah. talk about. CBS All Access. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm not even talking like NBC has a streaming service. Like if
0: yeah, you pay you for cable, stream, you get it. Yeah, you know, it's the whole on-demand thing, as it were.
2: Mm-hmm. I, don't I know. did click through to the uh, the Apple TV Plus. Fine, uh, I'll click it. You don't have to. I'm <sighs> just scrolling through. Anything? It is it is cumbersome.
1: Ooh, amazing stories! God damn it, I wanted to see that.
2: Um, there is a show I was previously unaware of the existence of called Defending Jacob. With uh,
1: Captain America,
2: yes, mm. with Chris Evans and Michelle Dockery from Downton Abbey. Um, it follows lawyer Andy Barber in the aftermath oh, what of his fourteen-year-old at- son being accused of murder.
1: I skipped one because that murder. that just reminded me there was a we did a there's a trailer in here for uh what's his name the guy
2: who uh,
1: murder. No, Jack Ryan wasn't that in yes. here. Yes,
2: yes. Oh, I was just, was that wasn't here. Mention was that it.
0: that wasn't last week? No,
2: no. It, it
1: was another trailer. They, do we? There's a link in it for that Jack Ryan, the new season two trailer. Official. Yep. That it good. It looks
2: good, and that comes out also November second. So hmm. lots of stuff coming in November.
1: So um, right. defending Jacob Dickinson for all mankind. Also the
2: uh, Kumail Nanjiani and Emily Gordon show. And there's a Joseph Gordon-Levitt show. Mm-hmm. And, oof, I don't know what this is, but it says it's a cutting-edge comedy set in a video game development studio that explores the intricacies of the human condition through a hilarious and, and innovative ways. Oh, God. That sounds so bad. Yeah, of
1: oh,
0: God, I think they talked about that at E3.
1: Yeah, but it's, it's the guys from Sunny.
0: Yep, they talked about this at E3. I remember this. Oh, jeez. I forgot that was even a thing. Mm. Uh, ooh, Thanks. the Peanuts.
2: And a Peanuts show. How cute. Uh.
1: <laughs> Time bandits. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess this... And these are all the, the shows that are either in development or... Wow. So, Untitled Christian Wig Comedy. Premiere date On hold. Christian Wake stricken from the record hmm so i ah, all right, I think that's it I, like any do you have any I'm tired, it's late. It's too much information now, there's so much stuff to watch, or to think about watching and then not watch it and then think later on, oh shit, I should have watched that,
0: yeah, man, I mean, we're in a <laughs> We're uh, we're we we're coming up to the end of season three of Glow, which has just been great, and we we polished off Orange. Jeez, where are we going after Glow?
2: We have stuff. I don't I, know. Yeah. Don't ask me right now. I have so much shit on my plate.
0: <laughs> I'm really enjoying Glow. I love that show. That show's so good. We should talk about that soon. Anyway,
1: all right. So let, let's 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 call it a night, Chris. That's-
0: let's let's do the spiel. Let's do the spiel. You can get in touch with us at mail at as well as all flavors of media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook at Geekade, find us on Instagram at Geekade, subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content, and follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade, or follow this show specifically at Webcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at GeekadeChris, Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Uh, and Karen's on Twitter. Where can you find Karen?
2: Shoot underscore the underscore moon.
0: And Evan's on Twitter. Where can we find Evan? Geekade underscore Evan. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed tonight, be sure to check out the show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. Or if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on Geekade.com for more fresh original content. Back to you, Evan.
1: Thank you, sir. All right, it's my turn, and I... I had a couple of shows that there were possibles to talk about, but I, whilst doing this episode, I settled it. Uh, we are going to watch Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance, Season 1, Episode oh, 1. Oh, you son of
0: a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Alright.
1: End, begin, end, begin, and all the same is the name of the episode. So, there's your homework, people. The new Dark Crystal series, Season 1, Episode 1. Chris, you sold me on not. As soon as you said you'd never seen any of it, that was it. I'm making you watch it. We're gonna watch some puppets.
0: Hey man, I am. I am in. All right. But now I've got to figure out how much of it I'm gonna to try to watch. And
1: it, you could get the taste if you like it. You like it. You don't. You don't. And then you could just call it quits on everything. You don't have to watch this, the movie if you don't like this the series. We'll see. Maybe it's just uh, to you, you have an aversion to these giant puppets.
0: Well, I guess. Well, here's the question. Should I watch this is a prequel? Should I watch the movie first? No. No, just watch the show. It's a prequel. You shouldn't have to. Well, I, I get that I shouldn't have to. But from everything that I've heard about this show is that it does rely a, on
1: nostalgia. Yeah, but
0: well, not that it relies on nostalgia, but it deals with. I don't know what these words mean, okay? But apparently, the the relationship between two species in this show is particularly like messed up when you know where it's going. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm I don't know I don't know what I should do. Listeners, tell me what I should do. Uh, should I try and watch this movie first, or should I go in? going blind and go this way because i did read in a review of this thing that this kind of suffers from um a, 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 a not really su- i don't know that it suffers is the right word but it it um there's a uh like escalation uh-huh. the what they were able to accomplish in the original 80s show as far as like the stakes mm-hmm. you know it it's not as visually impressive or as epic per se as what they were able to do with this show which takes place before it so you watch one then the other it's like well this seems a little bit less epic now that I've seen what happened before it kind of a thing I don't know I'll do a little research and figure out what I'm doing with myself
1: you have everything available to you I've made it so so alright people thank you for joining us From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan.
2: I'm Karen. Turtle
1: power! (laughs) Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.